Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Coulter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the Wingate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space, because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the Wingate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan, you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn also a great option for those that live and work around Western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula, it's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not. Special January promo going on by the Wingate by Wyndham right now as well. If you stay two nights in January of 2021, you get a free growler and a fill card for Big Sky Brewing. Big Sky Brewing just right across the way from the Wingate. So if you book, all you got to do is book through the hotel directly. Google Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula, limited to one free beaker per customer, but stay two nights, January 2021, free growler and fill card from Big Sky Brewing, and tell them Nuana's Now sent you. Words, please be true. In other words, I love you. Welcome back. Luana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula Statewide, SWX Montana Television. Sean Rainey, sports director from SWX Montana, joining me in studio, Coulter Nuanas, as he does every single um, Wednesday, which has been a lot of fun already. It's time now for our ESPN Roundtable, presented by Paradise Falls. If you haven't been paying attention, you're going to want to go hit up Paradise Falls because uh, they got a great special going on right now. They have 
1695, a 12-ounce prime rib. I already went and got it. I promise you, it's bigger than 12 ounces, too. It's a hearty piece of meat. But it's a full prime rib dinner with baby baked potatoes, a salad. You get the au jus, the horseradish, all the good stuff. Start serving at 4 p.m. on Wednesdays. Serve it till it's gone. And they're closed at 10, but if they run out beforehand, well... No dice for you. Paradise Falls, the proud presenter of the ESPN Roundtable. Go check out Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street, Missoula's coolest hotspot. Xavier Bishop is our guest on this week's ESPN Roundtable. He's a senior guard at Montana State. He's averaging 16.5 points per game uh, this season. He's averaging almost 20 points per game in Big Sky Conference play. He's the third leading scorer in the conference during conference action. And he's been a huge catalyst to Montana State off to a 4-0 start in Big Sky Conference play. The Cats are the only unbeaten team in the Big Sky standings uh, just a couple weeks into conference play. Xavier Bishop, he started his career at Missouri-Kansas City in the WAC. He was a standout player at, at the in the Western Athletic Conference, and then he transferred before last season, took a risk to play for Danny Sprinkle, and uh, he had to sit out last year because NCAA transfer rules backed up Harold Frey. But this kid has a, an interesting story from playing on Derrick Rose's club team once upon a time uh, to having a pretty close relationship with Jason Tatum to uh, then becoming best friends with Harold Frey, a guy from the other side of the world. And in between, his dad played for the Montana Grizzlies as well. Here's Xavier Bishop, a conversation I had with him earlier this week. It's time now for our ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls in Missoula. Wednesday night, prime rib night. Head on down to Paradise Falls. Get a prime cut of beef. 12 ounces, $16.95. Baby baked potatoes, a salad, all the works, all the fixings. Horseradish, azu. It's delicious. Go head on down to Paradise Falls each and every Wednesday. Starting at 4 p.m. and they're going to serve it either until they close at 10 or until it's gone. Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street in Missoula. It is our pleasure now to welcome in Xavier Bishop. He's a senior guard for the Montana State Bobcats. He's won the Big Sky Conference Player of the Week two different times. And his Montana State Bobcats, they are off to a 4-0 start in Big Sky Conference play. Xavier, thanks so much for being with us. Welcome to the show. Very nice to meet you, at least via the phone line. Just tell us about kind of your journey to Montana State and what early on it's been like playing this season for you after sitting out a year ago after transfer from Kansas City, Missouri. This season's definitely been weird, you know, uh, after sitting out uh, last year, you know, you definitely, I definitely wasn't expecting things to be going like this, but I mean, uh, I'm definitely enjoying it, you know, uh, we're doing pretty good, uh, five and three right now, uh, had a good road trip at um, Northern Colorado, and, you know, just, um, it's just, you know, a lot of the things are unexpected, you don't know what's going to happen, you know, you're kind of taking it, you know, hour by hour almost, and you know, just dealing with whatever happens. And, you know, so we just been, you know, staying the course and staying uh, motivated and focused and, you know, just trying to continue the season. T- tell me about last year. What was last year like for you? First of all, tell me about just the recruiting process because I, I mm-hmm. took a little bit of a risk for you to, to want to come to Montana State and sit out a year uh, when you only have the one year left. But then all of a sudden now you might have two years left. But here nor there, what was your relationship like with Coach Sprinkle and what kind of led you to Bozeman? Man, uh, Coach Sprinkle was real cool. You know, he had, he was a fresh coach, you know, new first year. And, you know, he was young. And, uh, you know, he, you could definitely tell he's a player's coach, you know. And that's what really, you know, attracted to attracted me to him was he, he's all about his players. You know, um, 1 through 15, he really cares about us. You know, we're all like his kids. And, you know, he, he's going to be tough on us. But at the same time, it's always, you know, nothing but love. And, um, 
you know, the recruiting process was crazy. I mean, I, I took, I definitely took a risk. You know, my um, situation was really rare. You know, um, I was only going to get one year um, after sitting out a year. And, uh, you know, Coach, um, Coach Spring took that chance on me. He took that risk and believed in me, and he showed he wanted me here. And, uh, you know, I showed I wanted to be here as well, you know. And um, a lot of school, I heard from a lot of schools, but, you know, like I said, my situation was a tough one, you know, only getting one year. So, you know, some schools backed off. But, you know, Coach Spring stayed consistent and showed that he really wanted me here. And, you know, I mean, you know, you you, you always want to play for, you know, somebody that shows that they really want you and they really believe in you and they're going to give you the opportunity. Xavier Bishop joining us on the ESPN Roundtable. He's a senior guard at Montana State. And last year when you had to sit out, Xavier, what, what was that part like? What sort of things did you learn? First of all, you're, you're battling against one of the best point guards in the league and Harold Frey in practice every day. But from a competitive standpoint, it must have been tough to watch your team play when you couldn't get out there and contribute. Oh, yeah, it was tough. That was the toughest part about it. You know, I feel like sitting out a year doesn't really – no, it does test you uh, physically, but it's more of a mental year. You know, I mean – you have to sit there, you know, watch your teammates play, and you know, knowing you can get out there and help. You know, you're practicing just like them, lifting just like them, maybe even a little more. And you know, especially for my situation, but I mean, it's tough because you want, you know, you want to get out there and play. Especially for me, I know I'm a huge competitor. You know, I want to do that's all I want to do is compete, and you know that that was just definitely the toughest part. But going with Harry every day was tough. It was, it was definitely tough. I knew I had to bring it every day. You know, and I got to pick his mind, and he got to pick mine as well, and I got to learn a lot of things from him. And, you know, all we talked about was basketball. Even today, uh, you know, even to this day, we still hit each other up and we talk about basketball, you know what I mean? That's probably one of my best friends for sure, you know, even after only spending the year with him. So, you know, definitely getting to know Harry, you know, on and off the court and pick his mind definitely helped me and, uh, you know, my success so far. Hell Frey, definitely a, a friend of this show as well. He was kind enough to join us about a half a dozen times last year during his senior year. We always loved having Harry. But tell us about that relationship because that's that's pretty cool, right? It's a, a guy like you from Illinois who comes to Montana State by way of Kansas City, becoming best friends with a guy who's from the other side of the globe. I mean, he's from basically halfway around the earth in Oslo, Norway. So you probably never meet a guy like that if it wasn't for hoops. But just tell us how that relationship kind of developed. I mean, um, I had met Harry on my visit, you know, him being from Norway, uh, he, he was here, you know, I can't, I forgot when I, uh, came to visit, I want to say it was like March or, um, sometime after the season, but, uh, you know, he was here, you know, and I got to spend time with him, you know, we shot, you know, my visit and, you know, got to talk to each other and he had, had, um, decided to go here and he was one of the first people to congratulate me and, and he was excited for me to be here and, you know, um, cause, because we knew we could make each other better every day, you know, and he always used to tell me I helped him a lot, but man, he, he really helped me, you know, um, just, just having that competitive drive and being able to, you know, pick his brain. Like I said, but he, Harry, Harry's a funny guy, you know, uh, one of my best friends, like I said, and he, he's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet, you know, really genuine person, you know, I mean, it's rare to have somebody like that, you know, have so much success on the court, but also be one of the best people you've ever met off the court as well. And, you know, that's one thing I feel like if you ask other people about Harry, they'll also say he's one of the best people you meet off the court as well. Big Sky Player of the Week for you two times already this year. So what's been your, just your overall impression of the Big Sky Conference and just the, the landscape of, of basketball out west in general? What have you thought of just the level of competition and how have you been able to acclimate pretty darn well? 
Um, Big Sky is tough. You know, um, I mean, we on we those were our first two conference games this past weekend, and hey, it is tough. You know, you got to bring it every night. Teams can really shoot the ball. Northern Colorado, I say, is probably the best shooting team in the conference, and I mean, they showed it. You know, uh, you're gonna have to bring it every night. Teams really are great defensively, and they really crash the glass and. You know, they run a lot of different motion actions and things like that and where communication is big. But, I mean, the the, the, the style is definitely different, you know, coming from uh, UMKC and the WAC. It's, the WAC, I feel, was more of a pressing conference, you know. But this conference is more, you know, pack it in, you know, uh, pick up a half-court pressure and half-court. But, I mean, you know, basketball is basketball to me, you know. And, you know, I've definitely, you know, adjusted to it and, you know, just watching film with the coaches and, you know, understanding, you know, things I have to see uh, on the floor from different teams. And I feel like this conference, it has a lot of different styles. Teams play a lot of different ways. So, you know, just getting to see, you know, all those teams and their different styles is really cool. Xavier Bishop joining us. He is the reigning Big Sky Conference Player of the Week as well as a senior guard at Montana State. I want to talk to you a little bit about just your guys' guard rotation because it seems like you guys got a couple styles of guards. Yourself and Amon, you guys can get to the rim. Slashers can definitely shoot it a little bit, but you guys are trying to get to the rack more than anything. And you guys got some guys that are more kind of spot-up shooters, can pick and pop a little bit. You know, guys like Nick Gazelas, Tyler Patterson, guys like that. How, how have you thought that that <coughs> – excuse me, how have you thought that chemistry – has worked out so far this year, and how much more comfortable are you with playing with some of the guys that are kind of in the rotation right now? Um, for for us to not have a regular summer, you know, and uh, not have you know all the time that we usually get, I feel like our chemistry is really good right now. You know, um, we we really understand each other. We understand where where we want the ball at, and you know, um, we we understand who we are. Uh, you know, Zeno knows he's a slasher, but he's improved on his shooting. You know, putting time in the gym where he's hitting threes more consistently. And Nick and Tyler, guys like that, they know who they are, shooters. You know, and every time that we t- uh, they touch it, we tell them, you know, if you open, shoot the ball. Even if somebody's on you, you feel you can make it, shoot the ball. You know, and I mean, we just give each other confidence out there. You know, and I feel like all our styles and how we play really you know, help each other and acclimate each other. And, uh, you know, it's really fun playing with those guys because, I mean, you know, the con- the camaraderie we have on the court is just, you know, a testament to how we are off the court. You know, we're best friends. We, we're always with each other. And, you know, we could thank COVID to that because, I mean, we couldn't really be around other people. So we really had to, you know, be with each other and hang out with each other all the time. And, you know, we're definitely family out there. Is that part weird? I mean, you guys do have a lot of new faces uh, on your team. And so just building chemistry as a team, has it been different just because of the situation that the world at large is going through? Um, I don't I don't think so. You know, I mean, because we, I feel like we would be hanging out all the time in the gym, playing video games at each other's places anyway, you know. I mean, that's what we do. We hang out with each other, play video games all day, you know. Don't get me wrong, COVID is definitely, you know, I wouldn't. I don't want to say helped, but it's definitely had an impact on how we, you know, uh, you know, just how so how we are socially now. You know, we were not around a lot of people. We're always around each other, and you know, so COVID has definitely had an impact on that. But I mean, we're. I feel like we're doing the same thing we would do if COVID wasn't going on. You know, so it, it's just you know, just a brotherhood, and you know, just always want to be around each other. You know, we do get tired of each other, but we got to deal with it. So <laughs> it is what it is. 
Xavier Bishop joining us from the Montana State men's basketball team. And Xavier, I want to take you back to growing up and just kind of the beginning of your basketball life. I know you grew up in Illinois, great basketball state, and uh, played uh, in Springfield, played for a couple pretty prestigious club teams there as well. Uh, I know you played for the D-Rose team as well. So uh, just tell us about some of your basketball influences. Who did you look up to growing up? Who were some of your favorite players, and, and how did you first get into the sport of basketball? Uh, my favorite player definitely, you know, Allen Iverson. You know, that's my throat, you know. And uh, I always want to model my game after him, be just like him. You know, he's the reason I have, you know, the tattoos. Uh, you know, when I was young, I used to wear the baggy shorts with the headband and the wristband, you know. So uh, he's definitely somebody I definitely looked up to. And what's crazy, I thought I was a football player growing up, you know. Uh, I didn't really – I liked basketball, but I was way better at football. But then, you know, I stopped growing as I got older, and, you know, I just gave it up. My dad was a football player. He didn't really play basketball, so I definitely had the football in my hand first. But, you know, my big brother, he um, he played on a really good AAU team growing up. And, you know, I, I my dad was the coach there, and I always traveled, you know. So I was three years old, four years old, driving all across the country, going to AAU tournaments with my dad and my brother, you know, so – I was just always around basketball, and, you know, my love for it grew and, you know, started taking it more seriously. And, uh, you know, just just really took, just went to be great at that. And then um, AAU-wise, yeah, I played for the same with the Eagles um, from my 15U year all the way to 17U. Uh, I played with guys like Jason Tatum, who's on the Celtics, Tyler Cook, Xavier Sneed, guys like that, uh, Alonzo Verge, who plays at Arizona State. So we were a really good team, you know. Then I played um, with Team D. Rose. Uh, my backcourt mate on that team was Mike Smith, who's the point guard at Michigan right now. So, you know, I got to play with a lot of play, great players, play under a lot of great coaches, you know, and I'm thankful for all those, you know, guys and those clubs, you know, who believed in me, but... Yeah, I mean, everything was sports, you know, growing up. Growing up playing at the park uh, back home, you know, uh, tough neighborhood, so you got to be tough, you know. So I feel like, you know, everything I went through and how I grew up just really helped me as a player today. The Allen Iverson comparison is so good because that's who I would have probably compared you to as a player. So you can definitely tell he had an influence on your game. I want to ask you about your dad, though. I, I was looking up, uh, I was looking at your bio, trying to find what your career high was at UMKC uh, after you had that 28 points against Northern Colorado. And I realized your dad played football at the University of Montana. That's a little bit crazy, right? The fact that your dad played for the Grizz for a moment in time and now you're playing for the Bobcats. Yeah, it, it's definitely crazy. I remember when uh, I come in here, and my dad, he was like, I guess I got to, you know, trade my colors over to Blue Gold, you know. Uh, he played football for a little bit at Montana, you know, and he, he, he definitely was a, was a, would always talk about the Grizz, and he always tells me about the rivalry, but I, I didn't understand it until I got to really witness it last year. You know, he, he but he's definitely converted over to a Bobcat now, but... You know, whenever you start talking about the grids or anything that happened in Montana, you know, I kind of brush it off. I don't really pay attention to it. <laughs> no doubt. Well, I know that this year's uh, rivalry games will be a little different without people in the stands, but uh, you have to be excited to play in that rivalry either way, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, uh, just getting to see the, the game last year, you know, with the fans and just how intense it was and, you know, how much it meant to people and how much it meant to the players. I mean, you you, you're, you just got to be excited to play in you know, environments like that. Even without the fans this year, you know, it's still going to be intense. You know, the whole state's going to be watching it. 
You know, you just got to bring it, and you know we're just going to try to get those two wins. Xavier Bishop joining us, senior guard for the Montana State Bobcats. Xavier, in terms of just your plan right now, I know you're, you're concentrating on this year for sure, but it's a zero year for, according to the NCAA. Is there a chance you might be back for the Bobcats after this year? Uh, we never know, you know. Uh, you know, like I'm just taking it day by day, you know. Uh, just yeah, like I said, just taking it day by day. Haven't really thought about it, you know. Just focused on this year, and, you know. Actually, just focused on today, you know, with everything going on and how much things change. But uh, yeah, I mean, you just never know, you know. We just we just have to see. <laughs> On campus life, though, acclimating to the school part of things and stuff in Montana State. What that? What's that part been like? What are you studying, and, and what what are your future goals? Uh, I'm a sociology major right now uh, in my senior capstone class. Now, um, campus is nice. You know, uh, I definitely love it here. Professors are great. You know, the people are nice. That's the best thing I feel about Bozeman and uh, the people. You know, you they everywhere you go, you see the support of Montana State and. You know, and how much teachers and professors really help student athletes, not only just us, but they also try to help all, uh, you know, even the um, regular students who aren't athletes, you know, and uh, they're really committed to the success of the students. And uh, future wise, um, you know, I definitely want to play professionally, you know, for as long as I can. Uh, but I think I want to come back and coach, you know, uh, I see how much, you know, time it is. and. You know, it's definitely it definitely looks tough because I know uh, our coaches are always stressing. But you know, uh, I mean, when you love basketball, you know, I feel like it's pretty much worth it when you want to stay around the game of basketball and help young men achieve their goals too. You know, so I think those are my uh, you know aspirations and goals for future. It is so interesting when you see guys that are psychology or sociology majors because team sports are kind of a microcosmic example of that, right? I mean, you're kind of doing a sociology experiment with a basketball team, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, uh, I was talking to one of my professors uh, yesterday and, you know, trying to figure out what I was going to do for my final project and stuff like that. And uh, he actually told me I could do it on, you know, basketball and how it feels, camaraderie, teamwork, and, you know, just how people, you know, interact in that environment, you know. So, uh, I mean, like, yeah, like you said, basketball is definitely has, to, has a lot to do with, you know, psychology and sociology because it involves, you know, people working together, people networking and just learning each other. So, you know, I mean, I feel like I'm in a great major, you know, especially dealing with, you know, being on the basketball team and, you know, having to deal with other guys and things like that. So it definitely goes hand in hand. Did you ever think you were going to be on a team with guys from Spain and England and Germany and all over these places from all over the world? Heck no. You know, it's so cool, though, you know, learning – learning their, you know, culture and just learning their, how they talk, you know, and their slang and things like that. I feel like that's why I was so close because we have to truly sit down and listen to each other and learn about each other, you know, and it's so many people from different places, you know, we you, you grow to love each other, you know, and it, it, and it really just goes to show that you have to grow to love somebody for who they are, you know, and, you know, we have so many people from different places all over the all over the world, like you said. I mean, it's just really cool getting to learn those guys and learn their culture, you know. And even even Borja, you know, I try to learn some Spanish from him. We all try to, you know, talk to him in Spanish. If he teaches us some German, you know. But, I mean, it, it, it's really cool. It's really cool. Well, Xavier, this has been great. 
We appreciate it. Last question for you. What do you think the potential of this Montana State team is? I mean, you guys are obviously have a, a common goal of making it to the NCAA tournament, but how do you get there? What, what's the next steps for Montana State here moving forward in your senior year, and, and what is the utmost potential of this team? Um, You know, honestly, I feel the sky's the limit for this team, you know, but the thing is we, we never, you know, uh, you know, we live by the, the quote, never too high, never too low. Uh, we got a lot more to work on. You know, we got to continue to stay hungry. That's the biggest thing. Continue to stay hungry, continue to work because, you know, we have a reason to be hungry. You know, coaches didn't really pick us high in the um, preseason, you know, rankings or whatever it may be, but you know, those really don't mean anything because at the end of the day, you got to go out and play. So, I mean, just we just got to stay hungry, continue to work, continue to, you know, stay focused, continue to want to get better. And, you know, I feel like sky's the limit for this team. He's Xavier Bishop. He's a senior guard of Montana State. It's been a pleasure, my man. Thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome back anytime on the ESPN Roundtable or otherwise as well. Best of luck with your senior year. And thanks so much for being with us. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Love it. I knew I was going to love Xavier Bishop just watching him during games last year when he was sitting out because <laughs> he never stops chirping. He was so funny the way he talks. I don't know why. I don't know where it comes from, but he calls everybody a chicken. He say, you're, you're a chicken, man. He'd be yelling at the other team, that's chicken. So funny. And he's a, he's a great dude, and he's really fun to watch play, too. He, I, to me, I think he's the fastest guy in the entire league from baseline to baseline. And, uh, I mean, that's how you become a 16-point-per-game scorer when you're five foot seven. Well, and we've seen it on TV, but I'm looking forward to watching like a guy like that in person. You know, because you, you just – whether it's someone that's, like, you know, physically imposing – or someone that's like small and quick, mm-hmm. like it's just you don't really get a full sense to how special they are in either way until you get to see it in person. And I know we're not like on the court and on the floor like sure. normal, but once you know, like because you haven't gone over to Bozeman, have you yet for any games? Oh, I have so not. You, yeah, no. it's like because I'm so I'm curious. Like you know, when when Cat Grizz rolls around, or next time I am able to get over to Bozeman, I just want to. I'm curious to like watch him in person. Working on some things as well. Cat, Grizz, Grizz, Cat, whatever you want to call it. The uh, fiercest rivalry in the big sky. It is next weekend. Thursday in Missoula, Saturday in Bozeman. SWX has got the games, right? Yeah, we're doing all of them. So all four. We so got, yeah, we have, a separate, so we have a separate production truck in Bozeman and a separate one in Missoula, and we'll be doing all of them. So, so. it's flip-flopped, yep. right? So the women are in Bozeman on Thursday. And, and then they'll come home on Saturday. Right, yep. okay. So... I got some things in the works. We might be broadcasting this show from Bozeman next Friday. We'll see. It's uh, it's tenuous out there with the COVID, but that's the plan. So <laughs> either way, uh, we'll get to it. It is Nuanez now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as SWX Montana Television. The ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street. If you need to play some bets before the uh, – the championship weekend in the NFL, head on down to Paradise Falls. If you want to watch any of the games, the Grizz are on the road this weekend at Sacramento State. They got the Pluto hookup. They're going to have good quality. They have 30 big screen TVs, 18 draft beers, only place with two happy hours that I can think of anywhere in Missoula. The late happy hour, it's getting cut a little short because we got to close early right now, but that's okay. They still have two different happy hours. So go check out Paradise Falls for all your sports watching needs. 3621 Brook Street, Paradise Falls, proud presenter of the ESPN Roundtable and Missoula's coolest hotspot. NFL and a couple other random questions for the Rain Man right after this. 
Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. beautiful thing when this show isn't over yet and you can still see the sun it's such a depressing thing when this show is only half an hour into it and it's already dark outside we're coming out on the other side even though it is about to be the heart of winter the days are getting longer which means golf season is right around the corner that's all i care about i know that's all sean cares about as well it is nuanas now 1029 espn missoula statewide swx montana television Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. Hopefully, you're already home from work, but if you're just leaving work or you still got some work left, I wish you the best of luck with the rest of your evening. If you missed anything from the first hour and a half of the show, you can find it on the podcast. Podcast available on all your podcasting apps. All you got to do is just look up Nuanas, N-U-A-N-E-Z. That'll take you right there. Hit subscribe, and every episode will download for you. We appreciate it. This uh, COVID time has been wild, but we had... Over a quarter million downloads of Two Tell Nuanas in 2020. So that's pretty cool. Really appreciate everybody that tuned in and listened in. If you want to get a hold of us today, 361-3688. That's 361-3688. You can call us or text us. All guests join us via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. If you want to find us online, the social meds. It's easy on the social media, Facebook backslash ESPN Missoula. Go, also go check out SkylineSportsMT.com. We launched a new series today. This is actually one that I think that I, I want you to contribute to a little bit too, Sean, just in terms of intellectual ideas, because uh, you've covered the league now for about a decade, and uh, I've, I've been doing this since uh, I was in college in 2006 at the University of Montana through now, pretty much consistently covering the Big Sky. So we're doing a series called Big Sky Figures to Remember, and it's just highlighting some some great players, some great figures, both players and coaches from around the league, and it's just kind of a quick hitting capsules to just make sure that uh, people aren't forgotten. And so we debuted it with four different athletes today. Uh, we talked about uh, Joel Ballenboy, former uh, Weber State big man, who was the Big Sky uh, MVP in 2017. Talked about Delaney Hodgins, one of six players in Big Sky history on the women's basketball side to score 2,000 points. She's from Eastern Washington. The man of the moment, Teron Johnson from Weber State. He had a 100-plus yard pick six to send the Buffalo Bills to the uh, AFC Championship game, which we're going to get into some NFL right after this. But Teron Johnson was the 2017 Big Sky Defensive MVP at Weber State. And uh, we also highlighted James Kowser, who was the Big Sky and FCS sack king at Southern Utah. So we're just going to keep adding to it. We're just going to add add it, add it, add it, add it. Our niche at Skyline Sports, obviously, is covering Montana, Montana State. But we love covering the other schools, too, and I think there's some rich stories from around the league. So we kicked it off with some of the most pertinent names from – we have three eras. The Skyline era, which is just the era that uh, of the seven years we've been doing Skyline sports. We have the modern era, which encompasses the time before I launched Skyline when I was working in newspapers. And then we have the archived era, which we're going to dip into the various sports information directors and other people that have been around the league to, to get some good characters. But I already have a list of a, a couple hundred people, so we're just going to keep knocking them out and keep adding to it. So it should be pretty fun. 
NFL time, I know you're into this. This is going to be a great weekend. Just broadly, though, what, what do you think of the two matchups? Because I think that from a fan perspective, a media perspective, what the league would probably dream of as their matchups, I mean, this is it, right? I mean, you got Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers in the NFC, and you got Patrick Mahomes versus the hottest team in the league as well as maybe the, the best Cinderella story in the league in the Buffalo Bills. So, I mean, th- this is just like a fan and media dream come true, right? Perfect. Dream scenario. Yeah, this is awesome. I mean, you got obviously the, the two number one seeds and and then the two seed in Buffalo. And then if there's any other like non-top seed that you wanted in there, that we all wanted in there or that media and NFL wanted in there, it'd be Tom Brady in the box. And so the matchups are great as far as storylines, but they're also great like X's and O's wise. And once you like dive into it even more, and that is what, you know, I know that you and I kind of geek out over that stuff. A lot of people just are going to be like, Ooh, you know, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, like that's awesome. But getting into all the little nuances of the game, I think both these matchups have some um, very interesting in-game matchups that, that I'm really interested to watch. We'll start with the NFC. And again, this is going to start and end with the quarterbacks, of course. But there is some, some interesting matchups with the Bucks and the Packers. Tampa Bay led the NFL in rushing defense in terms of yardage allowed per game. They seem like they've really hit their stride defensively. I think... Uh, Devin White and Levante David are probably the best pair of inside linebackers in a 3-4 defense in the league. There's also a lot of rumors swirling that Vita Vea, who's the former first-round pick from the University of Washington, a guy who actually played under Jeff Choate when uh, Coach Choate was at Washington before he moved to Montana State. Vita broke his leg early on, but there's rumors that he might be coming back, so that could even further fortify that Tampa Bay defensive front. Um, but, I mean, that's a matchup I'm looking at is the Packers get so much publicity for the way that Aaron Rodgers has been able to dice defenses, but so much of it comes from their pre-snap motions and their ability to run the ball. Rodgers has now been, pretty much defined himself as perhaps the best quarterback waggle-type quarterback in the league and maybe one of the best ever at that where he makes the play fake, rolls out, throws on the run. So I'm looking at Green Bay being able to run the ball against Tampa Bay to set up a lot of things in their offense. What other matchups are you looking at in the NFC Championship game? Well, we talk about the the run defense for Tampa, but their secondary um, is really, really young, and they've gotten better as the season's gone along. But I think uh, going on the road, NFC Championship game against Aaron Rodgers, I think that Tampa's secondary is going to be susceptible mm-hmm. to some plays here. Like I think that is where Green Bay is going to be able to make some hay. I mean, Devontae Adams is playing on another level right now. Hold on a level. Is and, he the and, best receiver in the league right now? I would say so, and 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 you know, I think when you're when you're arguing like best receiver in the league, so much of that is just your chemistry and, and the tandem with the quarterback. It's true. You know what I mean? Like Stephon Diggs is looking like a top three wide receiver this year. It's true because he's got this awesome chemistry. Not that he was bad with, in Minnesota, but right, he just has a special connection and chemistry with Hill uh, and. Uh, you know, they can both just get the best out of each other, you know? And I think definitely Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers are the best combination of quarterback and wide receiver in the league right now. And I think they will be able to make some plays. And I think Aaron Jones in the passing game could be big. Yep. Or, um, or any of their running backs. But it starts, starts with Aaron Jones. But Yeah, but I think if Tampa's able to stop the run, I mm-hmm. think the ability to get Jones out on the edge in some screens and as a wide receiver, because he's a pretty good pass catcher. And then you could use just A.J. Dillon and Jamal Williams to kind of like take up the bruising yards that you need to get inside. But 
Green Bay's defense is better and been playing a lot better than a lot I better. think people realize. So Darius Smith has really come into full form as a, a an all-pro, Pro Bowl type guy coming off the edge. Preston Smith's a good player and on the And their secondary has always been pretty good. And, and that secondary is... as Like, they you, have playmakers. You can tell... I, I think that this is a story... The, the, the investment in the quote-unquote non-sexy positions... When a team does that, it doesn't get enough play. Everybody gets so excited when you you nail the, the draft pick at quarterback or you nail the draft pick at a skill position or an edge guy or whatever. But the Packers were terrible in the secondary a couple of years ago, and they fully invested in the secondary. They drafted a bunch of guys, and they also went out and got Amos, and so they, they have good players in the secondary, and I do think that their defense is, has uh, – it's rounding into form. So on the other side, when Tampa Bay has the ball and the Packers are on defense, to me the number one matchup is can the Packers put pressure on Tom Brady? What do you think? I mean, is that the number one? Is that where it starts and finishes? Yeah, and I think they can because if you're looking at the weakness of the Packers, it's kind of their linebacking core and stopping the run. Like, they they can get after the passer. Like, all, all their defensive linemen – besides maybe Kenny Clark, are guys that want to rush the passer first over trying to stop the run. And I don't know if Tampa is disciplined enough to continue to pound the football and take advantage of what is the weakness of Green Bay's defense. They so. ran the ball well last week, too. They, but that's been the storyline of Tampa Bay all year, right? Is they, they can run the ball, but they don't dedicate themselves to running the ball as consistently as I think they should. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they've run it in well in spurts. But it's more like, you know, they just they get one good, you know, busted run run play and they don't really do it consistently enough. And I, I think that the the non mobility of Tom Brady is going to, you know, rear its head a little bit. Cause we look at look at all these these quarterbacks that we got. And uh, you know, and Allen and uh Mahomes and Rogers, and then you got Tom Brady who's the the one that can't move around. I think that is going to uh, come into play this weekend. Nuwana is now 102.9 ESPN Missoula, statewide SWX Montana Television. Sean Rainey joining me, Coulter Nuwana, here in the ESPN Missoula studios. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the AFC on the other side. we got to get one more break in. Got to pay the bills, as Dan Levitard would say. Rest in peace, Dan Levitard show. Got a bunch of good programming on ESPN for you right now, though. So have no fear. We'll get you to work in the mornings and uh, fully entertained. And then, of course, on your drive home, you can always listen right here. Nuana is now AFC championship on the other side. Coulter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the Wingate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space, because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the Wingate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan and you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn also a great option for those that live and work around Western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's going to 
be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula, it's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not. Special January promo going on by the Wingate by Wyndham right now as well. If you stay two nights in January of 2021, you get a free growler and a fill card for Big Sky Brewing. Big Sky Brewing just right across the way from the Wingate. So if you book, all you got to do is book through the hotel directly. Google Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula. Limited to one free beaker per customer. But stay two nights, January 2021. Free growler and fill card from Big Sky Brewing. And tell them. Nuana's now sent you. Foster the People was in Missoula once upon a time. Back in the olden days when we used to have concerts. They're coming back. I know they are. They're coming back. People have been asking me, too. They say, you're so lucky that you get to go to Grizz and Bobcat basketball games. And I tell them, well, I do feel fortunate that we get to watch sports live in some form or fashion. But I'll tell you, man, it is so weird. It's I think it's terrible in certain well, it's elements. almost Yeah, it's almost better to watch on the TV because you can't really but tell can't, as much of a difference. Like, when you're there, like... Because we're up so high, right? And there's no fans, and there's no atmosphere, so it's almost, it's almost easier and better to watch on TV. To be honest, I know, yeah. I know, it's it's totally crazy. I rolled into Dahlberg Arena on Saturday, and uh, set my water bottle down, and then I turned around to say hi to to one of your one of your coworkers, Muhammad. I was waving to him from across the way, and I knocked the water bottle off onto the concrete floor. And it just made the loudest noise. loudest noise, and and they use whole benches just staring at me. And I'm just like, man, thank God I didn't do it when like uh, Grizz was playing, or shooting a free throw or something. Because yeah. then I think Coach Takir probably would have ripped your head yeah, off. Yeah, he would have just kicked me out of the stadium. <laughs> no more breast pass for Nuanas. It is Nuanas now. 102.9 ESPN Missoula statewide SWX Montana Television. Missed anything in the show? It was a great one today. I asked Sean a bunch of random questions. Sean Rainey with me, by the way, ABC Fox and SWX Montana Sports Director. We talked about Phillip Rivers retiring, the modifications of the spring football season, Southern Utah leaving the Big Sky Conference, Samari Torre heading to Nebraska, and just the scout on Alex Germer, the outstanding Sentinel senior. We were also joined in studio by Grizzly Orienteering and learned a lot about a sport I didn't really know about and that Sean had no idea about. I think we got to couple guys that might go try it out using the compass in the woods hiking around being outside rod headthorn was kind enough to join us for the garden city spotlight he's the head coach of the number one ranked missoula hellgate girls basketball team and then our espn roundtable featured xavier bishop if you want to check out any of that go find the podcast all your podcasting platforms you can also go to 1029espn.com click on the podcast tab podcast proudly presented by the blackfoot communications and the wingate by wyndham hotel Wingate's got a great January pro, promo going on. Stay two nights in January of 2021. Get a free growler and a fill card from Big Sky Brewing. It's just right across the way Big Sky Brewing is. Limit to one freebie for a customer, and you must book through the hotel directly. Tell them Nuanas and Rainey sent you. We broke down the NFC, some of the key matchups uh, between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers for the uh, NFC Championship game. But the AFC Championship game, this is an intriguing one because you've got the reigning Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs, playing against an upstart Buffalo Bills team 
who hasn't been in this position since before a lot of the main players were even born. And so it's definitely a resurgence for the Bills and a chance to really make history for the Chiefs. There's only been seven teams that have repeated as Super Bowl champions in the history of the NFL, and we haven't had one in almost 20 years. The Patriots won so many, but they always had a gap in between. The last team to repeat was the Patriots in 2001 and 2002. So it's been almost 20 years since then. And the Chiefs, they're knocking on the door. One game away from the Super Bowl, two games away from being repeat champions. Uh, but the the main storyline, you got to start with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes went out of the game last week against the Cleveland Browns. He did not return. He, they said he was in concussion protocol, but did not diagnose him with a concussion. He's been practicing this week. And I think that most people around the league and the odds makers in Vegas as well, they expect him to play. Um, I mean, there's no way Mahomes doesn't play in this one, right? He's playing. He's playing. Yeah. And we want, I mean, we want we want him to play. Like I, so I was kind of rooting for Cleveland. Sure. Because, you know, it's, like, mean, it's what awesome. Would, what, why, would, why, what would be more 2020 than the Browns versus the Bills in the AFC Championship? Exactly. Game? And, but when Mahomes went out, I almost then started rooting for Kansas City. Because, like, I was just like, and I tweeted, I was like, I want the Browns to win, but not like this. You know, like, I don't like it when, when teams, like, if you're going to pull off an upset and have, like, an epic win, like, you want to do it and have it, like, be, be legit. Because everyone, of course, if Mahomes goes out and the Browns win, no one's it's going to get discredited. So we want to see Mahomes in there. Him and Josh Allen, both these teams who just love to just throw the ball almost every single play. It's going to be a tremendous matchup, a tremendous game. One that I think the Bills have a good chance of winning. Like The, the Bills could win this game. Kansas City's been kind of... It, it's hard to tell like how, how much they've been maybe kind of just like coasting through the season because sure. they've had a lot of close games and yeah. I don't think that Browns game would have been necessarily as close if Mahomes didn't get hurt but also there was obviously some bad breaks that went Cleveland's way so I think Kansas City is it could be is is in trouble to lose this game I think Buffalo can go in there and win I think I don't know if they will I think I think Kansas City is going to win but I think Buffalo's got a real good shot when you talk about a, a, an underdog winning a game on the road against a reigning champion, and especially when it's an upstart underdog who hasn't been in this position in a generation, almost always you say that the key to victory is going to be ball control, right? Keeping the ball away from the Chiefs, running the ball. Buffalo hasn't really tried to even establish the run game. They were in the bottom third of the league in rushing yards per game this year. Uh, In the divisional round against the Ravens, I think they only ran the ball twice in the first half. I think it was the lowest number of rushing attempts in a divisional playoff game in the history of the NFL. But that said... When you got a hand that's as hot as Josh Allen, you might as well just put the ball in his hands and let it ride. No, right? and that's why I think the difference in this one is going to be, I think they're going to be going back and forth, and I think it's just it might be whatever fluky play, like kind of like what happened in the Browns game, right? Like whatever, like you know, mishandled catch that ends up getting tipped for a pick. Like I think that is going to be the difference because I think both these teams are going to be kind of pedal to the metal here. Um, unless the weather plays a factor, which last time I checked, it was, you know, 40, 50% chance of precipitation. So, you know, but it was nasty weather when these two teams played in the regular season mm-hmm. and Kansas City ran the ball down Buffalo's throat. It was a very interesting matchup and an interesting game, but I think they're going to go back and forth and it could come down to a couple breaks here or there. Advantage Kansas City offensively, right? Just slightly? Um, or, or is this a draw? I think, no, I think advantage Kansas City because I think they can effectively run the football better than Buffalo. And you just trust Mahomes in a situation like this to make a play 
more so than you do Josh Allen. Sure. I think Josh Allen is having a great year, and you could argue a better year than Mahomes this year. Um, and I know Mahomes, despite the concussion, I mean, he's got the toe injury too, which is concerning. But just when it comes down to it and having to make like a clutch tight window throw on third and eight, I, I just trust Mahomes to do that more than Josh Allen because this is a situation that him and Buffalo have not been in, you know, and it's going to feel different and especially on the road. And so I think you got to give the edge there. Plus I think they have better weapons. I mean, Diggs is awesome. Um, but he's and, not Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I mean, Tyreek Hill's ridiculous. And I mean, Travis Kelsey is the best offensive weapon in this game. I mean, that he guy's is. unguardable. Did you see what he did to, to the Denzel Ward, the, yeah. the Browns best cover guy. And he made him, he embarrassed him, embarrassed, made him fall on his backside. Like, as a tight end against the best corner on the other team, like, he's unguardable one-on-one. Truly, when they line him up in the slot, I think that the only guy in the entire league that runs as good or or better, but probably not even better, just as good of option routes out of the slot than Travis Kelsey's Cooper Cup. Besides that, Kelsey's well, if, the best option route runner out of the slot in the entire league. Well, and it's not even the routes that he runs. It's when the play breaks down and Mahomes is buying time. Yeah. They have such good chemistry about knowing, like, they'll all be running to one side. And then right when Mahomes is about to throw, Kelsey just breaks it and goes the opposite yep, way, yep. And, and Mahomes finds him. Make It Rainy podcast. We recorded, uh, I guess, the penultimate uh, episode. we got to get a Super Bowl win in. We've been doing it all already. So we'll get one more in. Uh, but you'll have that out uh, when? Uh, tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yep. Okay, so you can check that out. Sean and I gave our picks, but uh, you know, a little tease. I mean, we kind of went chalk there. But you think the Bills can win this thing? I think the Bills have a shot. I you know, too. I think Bills... You know, put a little on the money line, sprinkle a little bit there. I think they got a shot. Um, but I would wait, though, because I think Mahomes is going to play, and uh, you get probably a little bit better value on the Bills if you wait until he gets confirmed. Nuanez now, 102.9 ESPN, Missoula Statewide, SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for being with us. Come back tomorrow, 4 to 6 p.m. every single weekday. Tomorrow we got a great show for you. Mike Petrino, Lady Grizz head coach, is going to join us right off the top. Also have our latest Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops segment with Krista Redpath, former Lady Grizz and Big Sky Conference color commentator. Also hear from Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach. And we'll even show you the latest episode of Grizz Greats and much more. See you then, 4 to 6, Nuana is now. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.